All right. Uh, so this is the, I think, final deliberations for the Baldies. Mm. Uh, I'm going to see if I can stretch it out. I <laughs> I want to walk away he, with, I want to walk away today with an outline for the Baldies podcast. Like, it's done deal. We're just going to be, which I, I, I guess this should give people an appreciation for why it takes a long time for us to do our shit. Yeah, we, you know, I, I feel like we put some thought into what we do. Yeah. So <laughs> it's not completely fly by the seat of our pants yeah, mode. I mean, it, I, I wonder if it'd be interesting if we actually did a full uh, documentary of like an, a, an episode, mm, and, and not like a, yeah. a lightweight episode, but like a, a true detective or mm, leftovers, leftovers or something. Yeah, it'd be or a lot Fargo of it'd even. be a lot of us with our feet propped in the air on laptops reading shit. That's the thing. Are we just gonna do like screen shares and? <laughs> And Here's the article I'm go reading. Go on the fascinating journey of how Once we... every 40 seconds, I'm going to scroll the yeah. page. <laughs> I might go, hmm, or ah, oh, get the fuck out of here. Because I like to talk in my screen. Like when uh, I'm, yeah. I, I, I like to dismiss I theories I do. Ah, oh, get the fuck out of here. Sure. Sure. Uh, all right. So, yeah, we're in agreed. So, after we, we've shut down for a couple days, I've got a couple things, uh, uh, omissions. It's been like a week since I've been in the studio. Yeah, so I've got I got a couple of missions that I want to talk. Oh shit! About. Oh, and over the break, I watched uh, Master of None. Oh shit! The whole first season. Is that going? Do we need to, Do we need to clear the board? Uh, it's a comedy. I, I guess it's a comedy. It's got yeah. Aziz Ansari. Like I. No, it's 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 being called a comedy. I think it is okay. <laughs> it's a, it's a comedy in the way that like Orange Is the New Black is a comedy. I guess. Oh really? It's that much of a drama. I I mean. There's a lot of drama in it. People I die in Orange is the New Black. Did anyone die, Master no. of Comedy? No, pe- someone did die. Someone did die. Uh, Fuck. The, the fucking the old guy with the, the pomplamoose or whatever. the Pompadour? Pebo? Pobo? That little seal do- doll? This is out of racist. Did you watch this? No. Oh, okay. You know the little seal dolls that like they, they blink and they kind of go... Like make weird, cute noises. No, and they, okay, never mind. Then I can't explain it to Is you. Is this an Indian? And thing? I don't remember the name. No, no, no. It's some. It's some old white guy who was in the war and like, I don't know. All right. Well, should it go? On? He Is, dies. But that that was my point. Of natural causes. Yes. Still comedy. It is a unnatural death will qualify for your drama unless it's due to slipping on a banana peel. Okay. Then yeah. you warps back around to comedy. What about a safe on the head or a piano on the head? That tr- that would also be well. It depends on the context. Okay. Uh, was hijinks music playing at the time? <laughs> there was uh, no hijinks music in this show. So so are you are you wanting to put it in the top five? So are you wanting? It should be in the best comedy. It sounds like you it, want to put it in the. It best should comedy. be in the comedy category. Um, where to at least be mentioned? Where do we slot slot it in? I mean, if it's not top five, who gives a shit? But that's what I'm saying. I don't think it's top five. Is it honorable uh, mention worthy? I don't know. So it's one of those shows. I thought you had said you'd watched it, man. I no, um, I saw like an episode or two. While I was at a friend's house and I was kind of oh, having okay. a conversation. And it was on in the background. Yeah, the first the first part of it starts off kind of. I don't know. It deals with less real issues, although I, the first scene is is pretty real. Oh, yeah. It's uh he's having sex with this girl that he's met and like the condom breaks and they talk about like oh are we going to get plant B like all this stuff like Yeah. It, uh, that's pretty real stuff I can but it's relate. all <laughs> it's all shrouded in comedy so it's uh-huh. it's pretty good. Um well the, that life is. Um, but but then you get like more existential. He's he's constantly thinking, "Oh, well, what am I doing? You know, I'm hmm. uh 
there's an episode about marriage and like what that means and how you know if you want to get married and like all this stuff as as filtered through Aziz Ansari. I'm pretty sure mind. I've seen that because that's his father talking about his mother, him and his mother's arranged marriage. Uh huh. Yeah. 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 I, I've, I've seen that episode. scene. That was okay. Pretty, that's, uh, I, I felt like that was droll. Yeah, you know, I mean, I, that, that wasn't particularly insightful, right? Like, people have done that before. And well, I, that's the other thing. It's like, people are going like, how are you not putting Louie? And to me, like, a best comedy should make me laugh hard. And that's the yeah. main criteria for all comedies. And Louie, um, in recent years, the laughs have been... I mean, it's been a much more interesting show and thoughtful and thought-provoking show, but it's yeah. been a less effective comedy. So that's, that's why it's barely missing a cut for us and why Danger 5 beats it. Yeah, and I, that, that's the thing, right? Like, all of these shows in the top five make us laugh out loud Yeah, on the regular. So uh, Master of None didn't do that for me. I think, you know, I haven't seen this year of Louie. I haven't seen this year of most of those shows, but I think it it's definitely above the brink. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, like, Ash vs. Evil Dead, probably above that. Like, Ash vs. Evil Dead is fun. Yeah, but a it's not hilarious, and b it doesn't have the extra things that Master of None has to to distinguish it drama wise. Okay, uh, so I don't I know it's... somewhere in there. I don't know about the seven, eight, nine, ten. I didn't see any of those. I'll, I'll put, let's put it between Louie and Orange and New Black. Why not? Better than Orange, huh? It's, it's well, that's the thing. Like when you haven't seen Master, Master so of Orange and New Black is good, but Louie is better. Uh, by my lights, um, based on Buzz alone, I'd say Orange is a better comedy. But I like—I don't know. I haven't seen. Well, it. Orange is another thing where it's not that funny. There's a couple. There's 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 a couple laugh out loud. Yeah, like there's this one plot line where this character named Black Cindy, uh, she this, this prison food so disgusting. They and um, a a girl moves in from another prison that's Jewish and orders the kosher menu, mm-hmm. and it's like good it's like it's like it's got fresh green recognizable vegetables to it and a nice cut of like chicken or what or what and i can't remember i don't i'm not kosher myself i don't keep kosher uh rabbis blessed it but the black cindy decides she's going to start saying i'm jewish too and then all the prisoners start saying they're jewish because the food's so much better they bring in a rabbi to like qualify who's actually the real Hebrews and who's not. Like oh, that's a fool's errand. Yeah. Right yeah. And like the one of the prison ministries of cutting cost is like maybe we can put something to identify the Jewish um uh, prisoners under uniform and the warden is like, Are you fucking kidding me? Are you really and like he's the only one in the room that thinks it's a bad idea. Oh, you God. know? Um, but uh-huh. anyway, yeah, it's also it turns point because at the end, Black Cindy decides to actually convert to Judaism as a scam. But it turns uh-huh. out to be as she finds out more about the religion, turns genuine, and he delve into her. So that's like Orange New Black, and they they take this gag that's just funny, and then they kind of pull out something poignant about it. Okay, so gotcha. Yeah, but I don't know if that's like side splitting funny. That's like a joke that goes over the course of twelve episodes. Hmm. All right. Yeah, unimpressed. Color Jim unimpressed. Uh No, I just I have no context for it honestly. <laughs> I know, I know. It's 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 a shitty situation to be in. Uh I want to throw in Mythbusters, the final season of, or not second to final season of Mythbusters. Ah, son of a bitch. I want to fix Google Docs. Um I want to add that since we're a little light on the documentary. A little light? Yeah. Uh, we don't even have enough nominees. <laughs> 
Yeah. So, yeah, because most I just want to talk about on the podcast how I thought when they got rid of the Junior Mythbusters and they went with the Amy and Je- uh, uh, an Amy, a Jamie and Adam focused show that's going to be a train wreck and actually uh-huh. was way more interesting. Oh, because uh, it allowed them. Did to they do-, do that on just the final season? Well, the last two seasons. So that's okay. like the next, the final season starts next week. Oh, that's right. The final one has final, been shot, final. has not aired yet. Yep. Cause I, I, I listened know. to the Adam Savage podcast still entitled. There's been like five weeks in a row that I've gone to my DVR to sit down and watch the new Mythbusters. Like, fuck, it's not out yet. Cause like Adam's talking yeah, about yeah. It on a show. Right. And it's, He's it's, like, Oh, it was so much fun to shoot. It really like, warps it your great. time. <laughs> yeah. But no, I, I thought the, you know, a single mind of focus on the actual myths allowed long form builds and mm-hmm. you could actually get yeah. into the pro, you know, and that's the thing, I guess, you know, this because you, you watch Adam's maker channel. It's just fun to watch these guys solve problems. Yeah. And, like, iterate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, like, uh, Jamie's trying to get these uh, you know, uh, Star Wars blaster analogs to work, to go at the exact speed that the blaster bolts travel at the movie, and to go in a straight line, and to be kind of like a red streak on camera. And just watching him mm. iterate through this process, it's kind of brilliant. I don't know. Yeah. I, it's not a genuine documentary, but I learn yeah. a lot, and it's entertaining, so. All right. They build a recreation, a working recreation of uh, Walter White's death trap from the final episode of Breaking Bad. I yeah, mean, I heard about that. With Vince Gilligan presiding. That's that's pretty awesome. Uh, yeah, and we don't have a reality show category, so. Nah. Was there any other any other omissions before we want to start? Because I feel like, here's the thing. Um, if we look at our drama, we're going to cut this off at five, which is brutal. <laughs> Because yeah. otherwise, I feel like the show with the extra categories is just going to be too long. Yeah. Do you want to argue that we should talk about the top ten? If we don't do the top ten... I don't 10, think we should. What I'm afraid of is that we're going to get into a whole bunch of honorable mentions. Because I got honorable mentions, show me hero. I think Jessica Jones, I would let, argue that they should be talked to uh, about as a unit. Comparing and contra- contrasting them. But I don't need to talk about Game of Thrones... Mm-hmm. But I want to talk about Daredevil or, or Narcos. So it's like, what the fuck are we doing? What are we actually getting? I by... think there's been some some hanky panky on this list here. Did you notice anything out of place? No. What? Scroll up. Hanky panky. Who <laughs> did you do that? <laughs> I may or may not. Have I was going to say because I thought Cecil would be like, how the fuck would she have access by Google Docs? <laughs> and that's like just terrifying. Like waves of terror, right? She's got access yeah, to all my private documents. Twenty-two, where it should be. Only by the grace of *Fear the Walking Dead*, its own progeny <laughs> yep. managed to disappoint more. Yeah, that's pretty hilarious. <sighs> okay, so, all right. Oh, now, now I'm a little bit more comfortable just doing the top five. Yeah, I because <laughs> *Narcos* I in six. I'm like Jesus. I I got a lot to say about that show. Yeah, now that we were talking about it, I wanted to point that out. Uh. So I, I, I assumed you would notice it immediately. But I don't know. I mean, Walking I don't. Dead, I don't right. need to talk about Fargo. I, I had a. I, I, yeah, I recorded we have talked so much about 13, Fargo. Fourteen hours, if not more, of Fargo. Yeah, I think we're Same good with Game the top five here. Frankly, I mean, yeah. the honorable mention section is going to have like three shows in it. Well, I want to again. I want to talk about Jessica Jones and Daredevil as a unit. Mm-hmm. Compare and contrast okay. them. So there's one. Show me hero. And, and then, Sense Eight. Oh, you want to talk about? I don't think there was anything else. Not really. Uh, to talk about there. 
I mean, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say this a lot in the podcast. If you want to see our full argument process on why we did made the decisions, you really have to watch the documentary, the making yeah. of the Baldies. Um. Yeah, and I don't have a ton to say about Sensei that I haven't already said in podcasts before. Because like we did a, a sort of quick podcast, Bald Move TV, about this when I watched it. Maybe we should do uh, just list the top ten. I don't know because I feel like I mean the five five is a pretty good standard number, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know why I lean toward five other than that's what they seem to do. But yeah, but I mean I don't have a mic because I have a Game of Thrones is such a huge show for us. I feel like if we don't have it in the top five and it's not even mentioned on the show that. It's not going to cause a riot, but people are going to be scratching their heads. Where if we're like, yeah, Game of Thrones shockingly came at number eight because it, you know, it's an incredibly strong year for a lot of other shows, and it's kind of, you know, had material difficulties for the first time since like season two. I, 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 I think we didn't have time for that. Yeah, I feel like so this show list here, I don't think was optimized past number five. No, like, it was. It was optimized out to ten. I'm. Really? Because yeah. I'm surprised Fargo didn't go higher. Like, well, Fargo and Jessica Jones. If, if I've watched wanna, at the same if time. If you want to reopen it up, I mean, I could I could hear arguments for Fargo being better than Jessica Jones. I don't know about Game of Thrones. Is it better than Game of Thrones? Or it's not. Be- it's it's never going to get higher than Show Me Hero. Uh, so if you want to flip it, Fargo and Jessica Jones, that'd be fine with me. Or yeah, I, it could go up to are. it could go up to Game of Thrones. As well, I mean Jessica Jones and Fargo both had similar follies. <laughs> well, Jessica Jones was structural; like they just really yeah, had Fargo eight kinda... episodes worth of material over twelve episodes, and Fargo was just a single plot thing. Yeah, which is why, like initially, I'm scratching my head on Jessica Jones and Fargo placement. Um, because I'm thinking, like, I really enjoyed Fargo a lot, except for that one. Yeah, I think Colossal Fargo. I think up. Fargo needs to go above Jessica Jones, and honestly, over okay. Game of Thrones. Yeah, I I could buy that. All Game right. of Thrones. I don't know because Game of Thrones had a lot of good stuff. It's just it did. It had, so did Fargo. Yeah, you're right. It had a lot of episodes of colossal. I mean, not a lot. Like there was a few, very few episodes that were just ruined by something. But you know, it's cumulative. Yeah, I don't think Game of Thrones even made Steppenwolf's top ten. So there. So there. So there. Taste it, internet. But yeah, so we do that. We I say okay. we just list our top ten. We do deep dives on the top five, and then we also do semi deep dives on our honorable mentions, which are right now Jessica Jones slash Daredevil, Show Me Hero, and Sense Eight. Yeah, and I guess I'll bold Daredevil just just because because I, I kind of wanted to make an argument. Like, if you're only going to watch one superhero Netflix show, watch Daredevil. It's more accessible. It's more even. It's more, like, bingeable. But I feel like if you watch Daredevil and you enjoy it, you're going to watch Jessica Jones. All right, let's have that conversation when All right, we get there. I just um, want to outline it. Okay, that's fine. Uh, best comedy. I think we're fine with this. Do yep. we need... Totally fine. Are there any honorable mentions? Um, uh, fuck, I wish I had watched... Um... One thing I wanted to do is list the Spoils of Dying. That's the Spoils of Babylon sequel. The fake John 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 Rush, Eric John Rush rather novel. 
uh, with featuring uh, Omar Little and various and sundry characters, Saturday Night Live, X-Players, um, Haley Joe Osment. I... It's 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 a crazy crazy. I can't believe it it got filmed and made it on air. Um, and there's a couple. There's a lot of stuff that's just really stupid and dumb. But there's just a lot of like experimental, long improvised improvisational improvisational jazz comedy that you don't get anywhere else. So if you like weird comedies, like if you if you like Danger Five, I think you should give Spoils of Di- Dying a chance. And no one saw it. Like, no, it, I've never even heard of it. Yeah, did you hear Spoils of Babylon? Babylon, because it got actually uh, suppressed. I might have heard of it. I definitely never considered watching it. Hmm. I want to see Spoils of Dying. I want to see what the actual audience was for that. Nine people, probably. Spoils before dying. And spoils uh, before dying. Yeah, the spoils before dying. What do oh. I have? Spoils of dying. Yep. Spoils better, before better dying. I'll up. switch it up. <laughs> uh wow. The pilot episode premiered to 0.14 million people. Episode Sounds 4 got 0.03 and the final two were 0. 0.08, 0.08. That's yeah, the so least that's I, it's wow. I I don't know. I don't know how to 100,000 people. I don't know how to adjust that for um IFC. I don't know like maybe that's like decent mm. for them, but Jesus. They also do Portlandia, right? Uh, that would be correct. All right. So I imagine Portlandia and was I, a bigger hit for them than Spoils Well, that's the thing. I was going to mention Portlandia because I thought this year, last year had the pull-out king. Mm. That was the year before, and last year was okay. But they went very long form. Like, like really? you hadn't so you haven't seen the I season? I haven't seen any of the last season I saw was pull-out king. You know, last year, like most years, they've had like three to four scenarios that kind of loosely tied together maybe yeah this one it's like the origin story of candace and tony from women and women first like just 30 minutes of that story and they did these 30 minutes of of some characters we know and some that we haven't and some of it worked uh, some of it didn't i didn't like it as much as they're just stock sketch comedy stuff like the tim robbins uh breakfast debacle thing Breakfast debacle. Oh, you yeah, the, the one where they waited the in line. Episode? Yeah, 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 yeah. That was a holiday special or whatever you call it. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I, I thought Portland had an off year. Okay. Well, fuck it. That's what I say. So are we fine with comedies? Yeah, I'm totally All right, cool. Totally good with that. Cool. All right, let's keep it going. Uh, documentaries. I think. <laughs> yep, yep, that's a good top five. Y'all win. <laughs> Y'all win. Uh, best Here's actor. Here's where shit gets real. All right, so let's just play the better than game. Justin Thoreau is better than John Hamm. Agree or disagree? Don't overthink it. Just... Who, who is Rami Malek? Uh, this is the this is our. We've made an error, an egregious yeah. error here by not putting character names because I wouldn't know Wagner Mora either. Oh, Remy Ma- okay. Charlie Remy Cox. Malik is Remy Malik is the the Charlie Mr. Robot. Cox is not an actor. Oh, oh, Elliot yeah, 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 Mr. yeah. Robot. You're right. We, okay. we 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 do need to do now. Kevin Carroll is uh, John Murphy, John right? Murphy, yep. Uh, is Elliot from Mr. Robot? I feel like we should put up for all of them, not just the ones who are like, "Who the fuck are they?" No, come what? on. 
This is for our notes. I mean, if you want, if you want me no, to type I, this no, much okay. on, we know Christopher Eccleston, right? Uh, we don't, uh, what is yeah. what is Daredevil guy's actual real name? I'll re- see. I'll recognize when I see it. Uh, Pedro Pascal, which Pe- I don't know is Pedro can... Pascal. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Pedro. Uh, <laughs> Didn't mean anything by it. Charlie Cox. What is his real name? Because that's the character name. Yeah, I know, I know. We need, no, no, Pedro Pascal is not the character name. No, no, no. It's, Charlie Cox is. Charlie Cox is Daredevil's name. That's yeah, Daredevil. but what's the real Charlie Cox? Daredevil. Charlie Cox. The the. No, it's Matt re- Murdock. Matt Mur- See, well, you could. It's an alliteration. <laughs> you could Christ. understand. They are Daredevil. Charlie Cox. Matt Murdock. Right. Uh, Pedro Pascal. What is his real name? It's Agent Smith. Handsome. Wait, yeah, okay. I guess he's in the running for that. I don't know. He didn't have like the hugest part to play. Well, like Pablo is kind of the. So are you going to say he doesn't? No, that's fine. He's not. He doesn't have a shot of getting in the top five, though. I can tell you that. It's uh, Javier Pena. Okay. Agent Javier. Pin, yeah, which I can't do the 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 Whatever. tilde over that, so I'm gonna go pin, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I pronounce that it correctly. It. Uh, Put double L, P E N double L A. That'll work. That's uh, yeah. Oscar that, Isaac. That, that, it completely drops the yeah yeah. Who the fuck is Oscar Isaac? Oscar Isaac. Uh, that's a good question. I believe that is the guy <laughs> from. Uh, that's that's. Uh, uh, Luke Cage. Oh, is it okay. Isaac? Sounds right. He's, no, he's Jesus, next to no. Vincent D'Onofrio. And no, it's, it's the mayor from. Uh, it's the mayor from Show Me Hero. That's right. Okay, Nick with Cisco. Good, yeah. Good luck spelling with Cisco without looking it up. Well, I could. I wouldn't even be able to uh, know where to begin. Oh, it's real time magic. Nick Wajcik. Joe, there we go. That's right. <laughs> David Tennant is I'll look it up, uh, Kilgrave. Oscar Isaac. Uh, yeah, scroll on through that list and see see what the others. Uh, Patrick Wilson is Lou from Fargo. Jesse Plemons is Ed from Fargo. Bakeem Woodbine is Mike Milligan. Sixco. Jeffrey Donovan is um, shit Dodd. Weird. Shit Dodd. Yeah. yeah, shit Dodd. Zahn McLaren. McLaren. Who the fuck is he? He's Hansi. Ted yes, Danson. He is. Jonathan Reese. Yes, he is. Who the fuck is Andre Holland? Wait, Jeffrey Donovan is uh, Hansi. Ted Danson, Jonathan Reese, uh, Walton Goggins, Clive Owen, Americans. Andre Holland. That is um, Dr. Algernon. Oh, okay. Dr. Algae from, from the Nick. Yeah, Josh Hartnett is uh, Wolf Boy from. Hmm. But you know what? Josh Hartnett's not going to get. He's he's the bottom. I'm I'm not going to even look up his character. <laughs> ben Mendelsohn, ter- fantastic, terrific job as usual. But I don't, mm, yeah, I don't know. Dennis, same thing. You haven't there. seen it. It's so Farrell, hard to Vince Vaughn. These guys are all not going to. Well, I don't know. Maybe these guys at the bottom. All right. So are we going to give? Who the fuck? Is Dennis O'Hare? He is Liz Taylor from American Horror Story, who's 
awesome, but he's not going to make our top five. Okay. Uh, Colin Farrell, Vince Vaughn, could they possibly make our top ten? Let's say top ten to start with. Oh, oh, so we're going from the bottom to the yeah. top? Yeah, just like okay. just like uh, Drake. Uh-huh, sure, just like him. Uh, fuck. I... Although, he, he actually started at Degrassi, now he's here. I don't think he started at the bottom. Well, we're going to start at the bottom, because <laughs> that's how we do it. Uh... So Man, I'm out of coke. This is, is, is this Vince is... who was better? Vince Vince Vaughn or Colin Farrell? God damn! Like, Vince, Colin okay, so Farrell thought, played such a, a fucked up. Uh, Colin Farrell is written being. better. I thought Vince Vaughn actually made the most of what he was given. So like, even with his bullshit dialogue, I mean. It's impossible. Like I don't envy the man. They the they they sat him so far back. Like he he spotted Vince Vaughn or he he spotted Colin Farrell a mile in a five k run. Okay, and I by the end I think he caught up and and nosed him out because his and by last the nature stretch of, of Vince Vaughn being a comic at at heart. Like, yeah, like I was being prepared, a comedian. I, I came to that that series not taking him seriously. Yeah, yeah. Then there was a point, I think it's the point where he beat that, he like knocked all the teeth out of that one dude's where I started taking him serious, and that was post all his bad dialogue. His bad dialogue never completely went away, but That's you, true. you kind of calibrated like, okay, on the scale of awfulness. I feel like he he got comfortable with it yeah. to a degree that kind of made me okay toward the end. But I'd say Vince Vaughn is better, but I mean, I... You know, I, I wouldn't say it's ridiculous that if someone said Colin Farrell is better because he had some really like good material too. He did. He played a he had good a, chemistry. A pathological guy in a way that was super convincing. Yeah, uh, he played just a raging asshole. Yeah. Uh, there again, they they started that character from a pretty giant hole. I mean, he showed up to a kid's father's house and beat the piss out of him with brass knuckles in the yeah, front yard, and then like, called this kid a pussy to his like, yeah, fat pussy. Like there, there's no redeeming that character even though by the end of it you kind of are like all right it's kind of like the don draper you're you can't not a complete him. horrible monster i would like for you to have some measure of peace you know yeah so i don't know i uh but i thought colin farrell did a hell of a job pulling off that role sounds but like Vince we need to Vaughn, elevate both of them to the top 10 they might not well, last there okay long. let's throw them let's throw them up because like okay. there are people further down this list that I think need to go to the top ten too. I so. that's and that's what we always do. We just we shove them up here in the top. No, that's not happening. Okay, all right. So we're gonna go through this and say, <laughs> do they have any chance of top ten? All right, yeah. And then we'll throw them at the top of the list. Yeah. Yeah. Well, not top because I'm. That's just ridiculous. All right. Some that's probably still ridiculous, but whatever. Uh, all right, down here, uh, Dennis O'Hare. Uh, uh-uh. Ben Mendelsohn. Uh, fuck. Ben Mendelsohn is, I mean, you saw him in Animal Kingdom. He's yeah, no, sure. fan-fucking-tastic in that same way. Yeah. He, he's he got the pathologies and neurosis, and mm-hmm. he is, uh, he's, the, the character is somewhat identified with me, or I, I identified with the character. He's kind of an outcast to the family. Like Terrifying. He's, he's really fucking good in Bloodline. Okay. Really good, but... So are a lot of these. I think he needs to go way up above half of these people. But does he get to the top ten? That's all I need to know. For now, yeah. Okay. Let's throw him up there, because it's a hell of a performance. I'm going to throw him right there. 
All right. Uh, Josh Hartnett? Uh, no. Um, uh, no. Mm, I'm going to remove some of these. I haven't seen... That's the other thing is, like, I'm halfway... Th- I, I will have seen... It's funny, because by the time we get around recording this podcast, I'll have seen all of the Nick, but I haven't seen all of season two of the Nick yet. Okay. So, nope. Uh, Walton Goggins, see has he got top ten shot? His character's a little broad, right? <laughs> so is his forehead and teeth. <laughs> <laughs> that's not fair <laughs> well it's fair it's not I nice mean, he's still a charming good-looking man despite like starting you know talk about sure, starting from a, a hole yeah he's got nazi tattoos like picket crazy hair and crazy hair and yeah. precious little of it uh i still can't believe you haven't seen the shield well i can there's seven seasons saw, of it yeah, it's I a lot say, of I shit was, to watch and they're big seasons too like full-blooded but they're great like man they're great um, does he have a shot at the top ten? So many of these people have a shot at the top ten that I'm gonna say no. Not I'm, I'm top gonna, 10 I'm gonna on say Walton no. Goggins. I'm gonna say no because here's the deal: Ted Danson, Z- Z- Zon McLaren, Jeffrey Donovan, Bokeem Woodbine, Jesse Plemons, and Patrick Wilson all have a shot at the top ten, <laughs> and they're not all gonna make it. So. I don't think Walton Goggins is going to, I mean, great work. I mean, how much does putting on an accent put you in the top 10? Because I don't feel like Jeffrey Donovan had a ton of stuff to do. Same with Zon McLaren. And I don't, I don't, he wasn't like a big enough role. Okay. And, and didn't have See, enough this is nuance where not to the performance. Supporting like, versus main characters or biteness in the ass. You're discounting you're right. a person's work because there wasn't enough of it. You're right. But but like Zon McLaren and Hanzi is a one note character, right? Like he's a silent assassin. That's kind of what he does. And yeah, you get some nuance. I but, used to say he did, but some... very little of it. And it's not thanks to his acting that you get the nuance. It's thanks to the story. Just like he's gonna stare at something and be silent, and I don't know. And that, come that... out and shoot a bunch of people because yeah, that does less for me than someone who's got a lot of dialogue that they have to pull off. And like he does have a lot of dialogue. Walton Goggins has less. So are we gonna put Walton Goggins in the top ten? No. Okay, Jonathan Reese for Philip uh, from Phil... the Americans. You made the stink face that says no top ten for me. I don't think he's gonna make top ten, but man, he does some good work with what he's got. Well done. You get a you get a you get a super job sticker. Maybe the honorable one. mention. I don't know for Zahn and and John no, I, Reese. I, I got something for him. You get you get a sheet. <laughs> you get a sheet of you did it. <laughs> you did dazzling, it. spectacular, wow, excellent stickers. That's Fuck. that's that's high praise. That's not high praise. Uh, <laughs> that's the opposite of it. T- Ted Danson belongs in the top ten. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a... Like, how many Fargo characters can we have in the top ten? I'm saying, like, oh, just don't overthink it. Like, uh, off seat of your pants, does he belong in the top ten? Because we're going to overthink the top ten. Okay, if, if I'm not overthinking it, I think Jonathan Reese goes higher. I think Ted Danson goes higher. Zon McLaren goes higher. Everyone from Fargo goes higher. Like, all right, let's throw them up They there. all did great jobs. Like, like I said, I just I want to get through this first pass as quick as possible. Okay. Bam, and then, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do the unthinkable. They're going to go above... Chris, uh, Christopher Eccleson. Yeah, I mean, just Jesus. You know. I'm so in a tank for. We're we're gonna get so much shit for being in a tank for the leftovers. Throw them all in the top ten, let God sort them out. <laughs> <laughs> He'll keep two percent. Yeah, uh, David Tennant. Uh, he, he yeah. 
Top, really? Top ten-ish. Because I feel sure. like the character, his the 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 character and premise is what's amazing. He just didn't fuck it up. Really? I mean, also I, I mean, didn't fuck so it up. I guess I guess he if, plays like he he brings a kind of like. I mean, part of not some of this sleaze, isn't, but like isn't a little slippery. bit this like Brian Cranston going from uh, Hal to Walter. Mm-hmm. You know, like he's playing gone from Doctor type, Who. Sure. Although, Vince Vaughn gets that, yeah. Right, so he's playing against, everyone knows him as this affable, kind of do- daffy do- Although, doctor. Here's he's heroic, the thing. and now he's a mon- He's literally a monster. I saw, what is it, Fright Night? The one with Colin Farrell? I saw that movie, and he plays a fucking d- d- demon, essentially. Yeah. <laughs> like, in that in that movie. Well, he's not. He's, he's Colin some- Farrell can play dark. I've seen it. No, 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 not Colin Farrell. David Tennant plays fucking dark well, and David, weird. And David Tennant also plays Bartimus Crouch Jr. in the Harry Potter movie where he's playing an evil character, I've too. I have seen that. It's, it's less uh, mind-raping and more licking the lips and stuff. But... I mean, David Tennant, uh, yeah, I don't know. I've seen him do stuff that is akin to this. And there's probably people so... that are from the UK, like, screaming, right. like, do you know how much shit this guy does? Like, Yeah. I've seen David Tennant's penis, for right. God's sake. That's right. That's right. <laughs> that earns him the top ten right there. Yeah. No, I I don't know. I don't think he belongs in the top ten. I feel like... Great, memorable could, role. A lot of actors could have really fucked that role up. Sure. And it was an easy role to fuck up. Right. Because it's like, you don't... Which to me, the character's so credit. close to being over the top evil that if you started chewing the scenery, yeah. But he kind of played it like uh, almost the way you would be, like world weary. At at points, yeah, yeah. Like life is boring. All he really wants is Jessica Jones, is one nut he can't crack, and like the impatience of that. I thought he did really well, but is it top ten worthy? I don't think so. And it's a murderer's row this year, so I'm not prepared to give it serious consideration. I won't fight too hard for it, because I thought the role was also slightly cheesy. Uh, Oscar Isaac for Nick Wasisko. I mean, the man disappears in the role. He does. Although, it helps that I I can't think of what else I've seen him in. What else have I seen him in? Star Wars? He was well. I hadn't seen him in that. Until. Uh, you've seen him in uh, the Sucker Punch as the Let's pimp that ran the psychiatric ward, kind of sort That's... of with the pencil mustache. Yeah, maybe he disappears in all his roles. Uh, maybe, and the guy has we... like a universal face. He's in Drive. Oh, is he the is he the narch nemesis driver? His name's Standard. I don't. I, I don't never know. saw Drive. You never saw Drive? Yeah, I know. Oh man. Style alone, you need to see Drive. There's Born least... Legacy, he's outcome number three. I don't, even, I don't know what that means. Doesn't sound like a character. He's an ex Machina. I never saw that. I need to, though. Uh, I, I don't think I've seen him in anything else, which is why he disappears in the role so much for me. So he's really good, but he's really, I mean, I don't know what to say. He's He's in a David Simon drama. He's really good. It's not a flashy role. It's not it's a role not a that draws attention to itself. It's just a very mm-hmm. workmanlike role that he played. I thought he did a very good job convincingly playing a man who is trying to do good against so many things. And not even that. Like he's also he's a political animal too and he's He's yeah, he's trying to resist the system a little bit. Yeah. Um I, yeah, he does a hell of a job. I, I just, 
the thing that bugs me, yeah, is the role is not flashy enough. And that's not his fault. And I don't know. I don't I mean, know how to calibrate it. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, I don't feel like most award shows care. Like, they don't. I mean, I, I they Have just... you seen the last two episodes yet? No. Shit. Because I think his finest work is in the final episode. Well, then I'll let you sway. Does he belong in the top ten? Because so far from what I've seen... I mean, like I said, does anyone belong in the top ten? This is my bullshit navel-gazing, am I right about anything problem. But I mean, yeah, I don't I, think he does. I but... think he does more than like half the people on Fargo. Sure. Okay, well, let's let's throw him up there and let the cream rise to the top. <laughs> All right. Oscar, you've had a good year. A very good year, Oscar. Yeah, yeah, you're in... One of the biggest franchises in existence. My son's playing with their action figure. What more do you want? <laughs> there you go. Vincent D'Onfrio. Uh, no. So there's a character that's flashy, yeah? <laughs> <laughs> no. I mean, I would say that he's the opposite. Yeah, he's, I mean, he's beating people to death. And, I like, guess. He's got... But the man's a cup of tapioca. Like, most of, 90% of his performance is no performance. Like Hanzi. And that's the thing. He's the fat kid trying to blend into the background. He doesn't want to be noticed. Like, it's for different reasons now that he's an adult and he's this crime mogul, but that's what he's doing. Yeah, I just feel like that's not a very hard thing to pull off. I mean, he's self-conscious. He's embarrassed. He's easily... Uh, easily embarrassed uh, for... for, You know, you you don't usually... It's it's another one of those things where it's a weird type of supervillain. And I don't know that it all worked also. I don't know that it all worked, too. Kingpin, I agree. Throughout most of the run of Daredevil, I was looking like. Whereas, here's the thing: he's Kilgr- a fucking, he's a, he's a supervillain. Okay, he's going to be a caricature. He's going to be ridiculous at times. You know, he's going to be over the top. He's going to flip tables. Like, I don't have a problem with any of that. I'm just saying that there. I don't. I don't know. And this is part again. Maybe the. I think it's the opposite of like well, what I've said about a lot of these guys. He did the best he could with the writing available to him. Certainly. But I don't know that I buy the Kingpin as written on the page. Like, I never understood why whoever his... Was it Vanessa? Yeah. I never understood why, what she saw in him. I never understood why he was so intrigued with her, other than, I guess, she's the first attractive woman who showed him interest, or... I I don't know. (laughs) Like, I... There's just a lot of the central... Yeah, it's tough. So I feel like for a lot of this stuff, like the range of that character is pretty good, though. Like, is it top ten worthy? To me, it's. I mean, there's just so many. I just can't. I can't imagine. I'll throw him up there if you want. But we're just making the next step harder. I think his performance is harder to pull off than Charlie Cox's performance. Okay, I'll give you that, but I'm not putting Charlie Cox in the top ten either. Like, yeah, to me, here's I, the deal. I agree with that. Clive Owen, Andre Holland's better than any of these guys, and I'm not putting them in the top yeah, ten. I haven't seen him. Uh, yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't think either of those are as good as Oscar Isaac as Nicholas Cisco. Okay. Or you know, half the people in the leftovers. Well, he, he made it, but uh, Pedro Pascal. No, he's he's. He made the he made yeah, the, he uh, made the brainstorming of great actors for 2015 again. Congratulations, you're in the nominees. Here you go. Yeah. Super job. 
Uh, we're moving on to Wagner, yeah. Mora as Pablo Escobar. That has some top ten possibilities. It does. It does. Throw him in the top ten. Because he's got – I mean, it was a uh, – This is why I say you should just throw all of these people to number one because – Okay, fine. He's better than John like, Hamm. No, what, he's not, obviously. Want? Is that what you want, Jim Jones? He's better than John Hamm. But, like, it'll sort itself This guy out. with a shitty Colombian accent <laughs> – Here's the, th- here's the thing. If you don't know it's shitty. I know. It's doesn't pretty matter. convincing. Uh, okay. John here's, Slattery. So he's... Vincent Carthizer. John Slattery was an afterthought in the last Sort season. of a bit part, yeah. I felt like he was sorted out in the, the seasons prior. Yep. Um, but he had the memorable Roger not wanting to let go of his company. You know, sure. staying there and resisting moving to the evil empire. But, but of the Mad Men people, he doesn't make the... The cut, in my opinion. How about old Pete? I can I can honestly see giving Vincent Carthizer some kind of award every single fucking year. He's so good. I know. It's like one of those things He's where so it's good. like an emeritus award. Like, if you can take a character that I viscerally hate as much as Pete... And turn him around. And give me any bit of sympathy toward sure. him in a believable way... Sure. You've done your job as an actor. And I... I think Vincent Carthizer deserves to be in the top ten. All right, I will not argue with that. Just because he has a lot to do. It takes longer than season, cutting right? and pasting. <laughs> okay, and he's better than John Hamm as as uh, Jim one, Jim, Jim wants him top. to be. Ah, poor Vincent getting getting the shaft. Michael McKean. Oh, as the brother of as the brother McGill as Chuck 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 Bo Buck. There's another one of those characters He's where, good. like, the, the whole... That's a hard character to play convincingly, too. And and the whole thing with Better Call Saul is there's this dance of, I hate this guy, I love this guy, I hate this guy, I love this guy, because you just kept... You keep unraveling the layers of the onion, and, like, where... When you hit rock bottom, what are you going to feel about Jimmy? What are you going to feel about Chuck? What are you going to feel about any of these people? I, I'm about to say something that is potentially ridiculous on the face of it, but I have a question first. Okay. This will be good. Do you think that the character of Chuck was ever over the top? Like with his farcical Agora, with or his, his Wi-Fi radiation fear? And mm-hmm. and do you think that that reduces him on, on this ladder? I don't know because here's the thing. Like there was a character a lot like him on Boston Legal – so I guess my mind in kind of a, a which was a comedy farce type of deal. Mm-hmm. My mind is already pried open to accept that a a very rigid legalistic mind could snap in this particular way. Yeah, and the guy from uh, Ali McBeal. Yeah, like, there are a lot like, of those types of characters. There is this kind of, of like weird uh, autistic, not mm-hmm. quite autistic, but like you just know quirky. Yeah, like neurotic. Very, their minds are just rigid rule based machines, and when they have this is how they suffer a psychotic break. Yeah. And I kind of buy that. But it was super fucking hella annoying. So, I I thought... Okay, here's my controversial statement. I think Michael McKean in that show might be better than Bob Odenkirk. Because his role is harder to pull off. Hmm. <laughs> like I know it sounds insane on the face of it because Bob Odenkirk is so good, but he's... is it is it harder to perform the unlovable brother or the brother that loves the unlovable brother anyway? 
Because I have a hard Man, time. It's... I have a hard time answering those questions. I think they're both good. And I'm not saying he's the standout of the series. I'm just saying yep. like maybe he barely noses out Bob Odenkirk just because I'm familiar with Bob Odenkirk and those rules. Um, you know, as Saul, obviously, mm-hmm. we, we've we seen him. But we see a lot more of Saul. He's just such a shit. Man, you find out what a shit he is at the end. He is. I but mean, that's he, not – I he, can't penalize him for that. Yeah, I mean, performance-wise, who cares? He can be the meanest bastard of all time. and It doesn't matter. Uh, as long as you're pulling it off. I I don't know. I think his... So, okay. Bob Odenkirk stretched in a way that I didn't know he could. Yeah. With a lot of the emotional stuff between him and Chuck. So he gets points for that. Maybe he's not better than Bob Odenkirk. But those two performances together are definitely top ten worthy, yeah? Uh, sure. What about, let's, let's uh, JB, how about Jonathan Banks? I mean, of the three we have from Better Call Saul, I think he's the least impressive. Jonathan Banks? Yeah. I mean, he gets one episode to really shine, but other than that, he plays, you know, the stone face man trap. Like. He broke his boy, Jim. I know. I know. That episode's great. Mm hmm. But he doesn't, like. I just. I don't view him as being as impressive as Bob Odenkirk or Michael McKean in that show. I mean, I, I again, this is horseshit, but uh, maybe next year we need to do a supporting versus main. But totally. yeah, I feel like that yeah. he is up there with him for the stuff he is asked to carry. And you know, there, uh, you know, Mike had pretty broad shoulders, as we found out in this uh, the final stretch of uh, Breaking Bad. But I didn't know that he was going to carry an episode like he did. Sure. So. I think he is like at the apex of what you can ask for supporting character, and we're penalizing him for that. You're right. You're absolutely right. Well, 2016 Baldy is who knows. But it is what it is. Sorry, John. All right, so let's take Michael Mc... Oh, shit. Oh, uh, we fucked Wrong up. list. Let's take Michael McKean. Yeah. And elevate him to the tippy top. And, uh, and throw Odenkirk up there, too. Uh, Yeah, I was looking for him. We've already talked about those other people. Now, what's funny is we've already we've already reached, I think, uh, because of my yeah, we have preemptive optimization, who... we've we've already re- reached some people we've already dismissed, which tells me that they're probably not going to get the top ten. Uh, people we've dismissed? What are you talking yeah, about? Yeah, we've already talked about We've already elevated Ben Mendelsohn yeah, 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 yeah. to, to the top ten, and they're already at 20, which tells well, me they're yeah, probably... You. <laughs> uh, you know. Ben Mendelsohn, if you have any complaints... A dot Ron to <laughs> ah. uh, So, Mister, I'm so, pulling for you, Ben. How about El- how about Elliot here? Elliot, top ten, Mister Robot performance. He has a lot of hard stuff to pull off. He does, and I feel like his bug eyes go a long way. Yep, he's a very striking looking role. individual. Yeah. Uh, his bug eyes, his insane jaw, his heroin. Yeah, and that that's, episode. Sure, that like that, that heroin was... episode. There's, I, I was gonna say nothing like it, but there are there are things like it. But he performs admirably in those scenes, certainly. Uh, and just overall, I mean, a guy who <sighs> you know is what's slowly unraveling because we got Kevin Carroll over here, and mm-hmm. it's like I'm having a hard time. Everyone on the leftovers gives such a natural performance. Whereas I and feel powerful like too. with with Elliot, I'm I'm re- I realize that he's an actor playing a part the entire time. 
But that might be because of the way he's, you know, the way he's written. Like Nora, Kevin, John, those people are just essentially how would a normal person react in this extreme situation? Whereas the Elliot, how would a person on the spectrum with his upbringing and life, you know, how would a very weird individual in a niche of society react in a very crazy situation? And I, I don't know why that seems less hard because it's like, you can't relate to it. Whereas you would detect falseness in like a Kevin, um, you know, like a false sentiment or, and he's got false sentiment, but you're, you detect that and you're aware you're in on the joke at the same time. I don't know, but I feel like that that stuff, like the John, uh, a Don Draper and Kevin, Mer, uh, uh, Kevin from the leftovers seems harder to me to do. The more, the closer I can relate to the situation and character, the harder it is to pull off a natural performance. And I don't know. That's... Yeah, I I feel you. I, I get what you're saying. But in a certain way, like subverting the normal human reactions to things and playing them in a believable way is also impressive. Like making yeah. making me believe that you actually have these neuroses and these problems and. I mean, I don't know what it would take. Do I need to write a, a read a Wired article where they interview 10 autistic programmers that have seen Mr. Robot and they say, oh, yeah, I totally felt the way he feels. Yeah. Like, would that make me feel, oh, but I mean, I think it's a visceral seat of the pants thing that you just can't. You're right. I mean, there's something, something visceral about all the stuff in The Leftovers, frankly, that just that hits you on a fundamental level, whereas... Uh, I hate this trying, is a little I, more I hate just cerebral, subjective right? opinions, you know. I know, yeah. <laughs> and ultimately, if you don't like our opinions, fuck off. It's our top. Right. Like Baldies are not best of their favorites. Yeah, this is not universal favorite. Uh, yeah. So, uh, so that said, we're we gonna we're we gonna try to elevate Elliot and. Okay. So I feel like he's getting screwed by Kevin Carroll being right above him. Like, because is he better than Ted Danson? Is he better than Jonathan Reese? I think those are more interesting questions than is yeah, he better sure. than some of the finest acting I've ever seen on television? <laughs> like, okay. So, you know what I mean? How about like, I, I just... feel like there are people who are like halfway through you started saying, okay, well, but just put everybody at the top. And now, yeah, that's doing R- Rammy. Uh, these are the, these is are it the Rammy or is it Remy? Remy. I keep wanting to say Remy. It is these, are the fr- these are the fruits of our bad decisions. Okay. Uh, Jonathan yeah, Reese, does he need to be in the top Rami. ten? Is he better? Okay, let's start playing better then. Is John Reese Probably better Rami. than Ted Danson? Um, man, so... Jonathan Reese has a lot of difficult stuff to do. I'm completely out of Coke. This is not good. I'm out of coffee, too. We might have to take a break. Yeah, we will. Coke break. Whatever that means. Yeah. We're going to take a Coke break Mm -hmm, real mm -hmm. soon. Real soon. (laughs) We'll be so much more energized. Uh, Jonathan Reese has a lot of hard things to do in that series. He's got got to struggle with his his daughter. Well, okay, first of all, he's got to struggle with whether or not I'm going to seduce this 15-year-old girl. Who is the same age, roughly, as his daughter, right? So that's got to be Uh extra creepiness. And he's got to... While while I'm wearing a bad wig. (laughs) While you're wearing an itchy, I'm sure. Yeah, sure. Uh, (laughs) Multiple itchy wigs. And then he's got to deal with, like, 
he's got to portray a man who is conflicted about serving his country versus having his daughter serve his country and a wife who is pushing him from the opposite direction. Like there's, there's a lot of hard stuff. It's funny because I feel because like it's all kind of just, he loves, he loves the Russian people and the country. Oh, sure. Yeah, certainly. But he sees how much better America is. Well, he's like, he, I don't I know think, that if you asked him, he would tell you that, but I no, think, but I think I, what he would say is, like if if my people and my country had the form of government that this country had, we would be the number one in the world because we're a stronger, maybe so, you know, less vain. He sees the virtues of both, I suppose. Right, but <laughs> but he just sees the success of America and says like, why can't mm-hmm. we do this with? I mean, that's the way I interpret it. Whereas Elizabeth is still in the look how decadent and disgusting and you know. Like the home, like I, I don't know, because I, I just can't understand. What is the range of Ted Danson in in Fargo? I mean, he's kind of he goes from he has less difficult material to pull off. I feel he's other never than an accent. He he's got you know he stands up to gangsters. He gets uh-huh. tears in his eyes when he tries to relate to the idea of his daughter dying after just losing his wife a few a, you know a year or two ago. Mm-hmm. Um. He's vulnerable with his granddaughter. I mean, he's got a, quite a bit of range, I would say. He's funny. Yeah, I suppose that's the one thing that Philip Reese is not. <laughs> no. Or Jonathan, jo- not, Jonathan Reese. Philip, the Americans uh, is the Americans have any laughs at all? Last, a couple, but they're very small and they're sparse. Yeah. Uh. Yeah, Jonathan Reese just has some really complex issues to try to portray. Some some complex emotions, like that kind of conflict. Like I I see that in Ted Danson's performance, like when he's got to protect Peggy. Well, the other thing it's like God. I feel like that he's got this revolutionary road type of quiet desperation inside the marriage thing going on too. Yeah. Um which is not fun to watch either. I don't know. Like, do you want to put in the That's top- the thing. Like, I would I would never say that Jonathan Reese, that his part is more fun to watch by any stretch. Do you think he's better than Ted Danson? Yes or no? I've got a metaphorical gun to your head. Yes. He's yes. better than Ted Danson? I think he has harder stuff to pull off, and he does it in <laughs> such a convincing way. how far he can fly. Um, is now, he when he goes I- up against Oscar Isaac, I... All right, you're, you've already you've already get, yeah. you've already conceded. Uh, Oscar is congratulations. Too we spent five minutes moving up a spot. Um, there are a lot of people on here that we still like, no I'm, have the opportunity I to get, move down. True, true, true. Is Oscar Wilde better than Nick Wasisko? <laughs> no, he's is the Oscar same Isaac, man. Is Oscar Isaac better than Nick Wasisko? No, they're the same ah, character. Ah, shit, he's better than Zon McLaren. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay, a hundred percent. Because just by the nature of having. Being the main focus of that story. Is he better story. than Dodd? Uh, a, a, yes. Again, yes. Is he better than Mike Milligan? Oh, here's, like, I like Mike Milligan a lot. And it's due to Bokeem's performance. It's not, like, like a lot of that stuff could come off as true detective type bullshit. Sure. As far as the stuff he's saying. And you the, the character, this, like, weird, like we talked about... Um, you know, you said it was like uh, Dave Chappelle doing his white guy performance. I said it was uh, like uh, him guest starring on a 
uh, uh, Key and Peel Black Republican sketch. That's a very peculiar uh, character saying very peculiar things in a very peculiar time in American history. And he also has to be a badass and, and be intimidating mm-hmm. and also be kind of seductive. That's a high degree. And, got diffi- and, and, and be worried. like And all that, all that has to inhabit the same character and be believable. I thought that was pretty good. Yeah, he's, in my opinion, one of the standout performances of Fargo. Sure. Is he better than Wiskowski? Wiskowski. Wiskowski. Wis- N- Nick Wisisco? Oscar Wisisco, Isaac? yeah. Uh, yes. Okay. Just by the nature of the character. This, this is going to be a lot of iteration, okay? It is, yeah. Okay, is Bookeem Woodbine better than Jesse Plemons? God damn it. Jesse Plemons, you... He is, come on. Pudgy Jesse motherfucker. Jesse Plemons is good, but he's better. Like, Jesse Plemons plays... The guy I've seen Jesse Plemons play a nah, lot, you know? Eh, it's like, that's kind of his He earned thing. my grudging respect this year, because that's what I was yeah. wanting to say about him, and I can't say that in good conscience. I thought he did a, a different, a different dumb guy. And, 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 a nice and, dumb guy instead of a and not just mean that, but like dumb a thoughtful guy. dumb like, guy. Like he, you know, he tries I mean, he to do gets the right introspective thing. at the very end yeah, for like a half second. You don't. You're forgetting like the thirty seconds of him just staring before he cleans up that blood to the tune of opera music. Uh, I don't know. I I thought again. I he earned my respect. Yeah, I'm not saying he didn't. I but just, he's not better than Bokeem, So that's the fuck thing. Off. Yeah, is he better than yeah. Patrick Wilson? Patrick Wilson's so good. To me, they're like, they are two sides of the same coin. They're, yeah, they're the two performances of this series. I mean, Lou and Hanzi were literally two sides of the same coin. Uh, well, that's not even accurate to say. They're like different sides of the same pyramid. And I, I don't know. Same triangle. Uh, uh, so Patrick Wilson, like, I... Yeah, man, he's good. I think he's better. I think he's better he's than Patrick good. Wilson, but just a bit. Okay, I can go with that. And then he hits because he has harder material. Then that's then, the only reason. Then then he runs up against Justin Thoreau, <laughs> which everybody in the end is going to so, run up against Justin Thoreau. Well, let's do it. They're going to stand at the pearly gates, and God's going to say, <laughs> "You're not Justin Thoreau. Get the fuck out." Is Justin a, Thoreau? You don't look as good. <laughs> B. You're not as good of an actor. Is, C. You didn't have a good character. Is Justin Thoreau better than Michael McKean? Uh, yeah. Is he better than John Hamm? Yeah. Uh-huh. He's, he's better than Vincent Carthizer. Uh-huh. He's better than Bob Odenkirk. Yeah. He's better than Rami Oh, come on. Malik. Yeah. Sure, bring it. Keep going. Kevin Carroll. Keep it going. Christopher Eccleston. Keep it going. Keep yeah. it going. He's not there. I feel like that's Honestly, not going to change. Honestly, I think, like, fucking Leftovers is... And we're in the back for it. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna make any. I'm not gonna make any bones or try to. Maybe justify there's it. recency bias too. That's a little bit. Here, I mean, but it, like, it's, it's just Justin. Thro- the leftovers was my favorite thing on television this year, yeah. and it was due not only to the writing and the story. The performances were perfect yeah. across the board. And th- in my defense, I said the same thing about um, like True Detective season one last year that happened relatively early in the year, and my. Yeah answer never really changed so yeah I, it would have been fun to have if, if the leftovers had come out in march and it was just like you know the the yeah. champ defending its crown but i mean it had the enviable position of being the one of the best things i've ever seen at the very end of the year so like right and i still think about the finale and like those that last three three episode stretch um i, I don't think it's fair to limit it to three episodes 
No, but I'm saying like started from the jump. Fantastic. And never let up. Right. Uh, Okay. So that's probably let's go back down and play this game. Uh, Let's see. I don't know. I think we started it. Maybe we should. Is Christopher Eccleston better than Wagner Mora? Wow. Let's yeah. Let's just start from the top now. Work wow. our way. All right. Do the reverse Drake. Yeah. Snake draft. Fucking Wagner Mora showed a surprising range for me. Um, and and a being character... that nice guy on the exterior, while well, you can tell there's something just evil bubbling. But he's almost a great statesman too. That's what I mean. Yeah, like shaking the hands, kissing the babies. Like you, you ever wonder, like in like the founding fathers, you know, like they're all slave owners and they weren't exactly egalitarian, you know, except for rich, wealthy white people, you know, white male landowners. You ever wonder, like, if they'd have lost the war, like what kind of documentaries would be produced about a George Washington or a Ben Franklin, like Ben Franklin, whore, smoking opium in France while he's fucking twenty year olds, while he's eighty and he's subverting the crown and. Sure, He's there's a, a lot of unacceptable they shit. Feathered by people day. and tortured him, and tra- you know, it's like I just. That's wonder. the thing. One of the things that we still frown upon is high level hard narcotic drug dealing. Right, like, right. That's one of the things. Like if if he had been, you know, I don't know. There's a there's a lot of. I, mean, I don't want to say. I don't want it to be like oh, Ben. If he Frank- been, ben Franklin equals Pablo Escobar. No, no, no. I, I get it. But I'm just I saying, I, like if Pablo Escobar had been dealing in weed or something like. So many people would be like, "Yeah, well, he wasn't, but but he's killing people. Well, he's that's dealing, the thing, but that's real the thing. hard like, drugs." I there was a point in the series where I gave serious consideration to the question of would Columbia be better off if they were ran by the narcos? Yeah, I mean, ultimately, no, because that's something you never come back from. Like you, once you become a narco state, um, you really only tyranny. have the illusion it's of tyranny. freedom. Which yeah. I guess, do we have it's, more You have the freedoms freedom? that Pablo wants to grant you, and that's... All right, this is not the conversation we're having right now. Is, sure, he, better sure, than, sure. is he better than Christopher Eccleston? I have a hard time answering I'd that question. Say, yeah, I and do also, too. Matt, I'm, I'm going to say instinctively yes, because he has more to do, and he yes, is... Yes, and it's always... This, this, we fucked up by not segregating this. Into, I mean, it's not too late. Nah, it's not it's too, too late. late. It's too late for 2015. <laughs> I'm not fucking redoing this again. Right. Um, well, if he's... I had another week, sure, but yeah. it's too late. Uh, it's only too late because you're unwilling. How about that? <laughs> it's only too late because of the space-time continuum. Uh, Christopher Eccleson. What about him? Is he better than Kevin Carroll? Matt Jameson. Uh, Is Matt Jameson better than So these, than these are John both Murphy? supporting roles. Uh, I feel like... No, Kevin I, Carroll is an unknown to me. Impressed the shit out of me. Uh, this is my answer. What have I seen? I think I'm leaning that way. So maybe it's not worth talking about too much. But all right, well let's just go see the pants. We can argue. We can do some soul gazing later. Is Remy Malik There's something strangely attractive? And I don't mean that physically, but about Christopher Eccleston. I don't know if it's his charisma. If it's like. Even though he's playing a character who, both of those guys, Kevin Carroll's playing a character no. I, I instinctively don't like because he's a raging asshole. Sure. Uh, Christopher Eccleston is playing a character I don't instinct, I instinctively don't like because of his... his Faith. He wears it on his sleeve. His tendency to, yeah, to believe in his faith more than, than rationality. Yeah. 
But they also but like both of those you guys. can't like God, there's no damn. hypocrisy to it. Like I've known a few people who are That's Christians thing, yeah. and very genuine about it, and they're not annoying at all. Like I sure. feel like a worse person when I'm around them because I'm like, you have a better family, you're happier, and oh yeah, you think you, you've got this heaven thing that you're going to go to, where I've just got eternal nothingness. Yeah. Uh, you win. Uh, it's very rare because a lot of you know, there's not a. I feel like it's it's fair to say that a lot of Christians don't uh, live up to their ideals. Well, it's fun being atheist. We well, don't really have any. You can't. No, no. This, no. Like, I mean, the know. thing that that impressed me about Matt got to do is be better than Hitler and and Stalin, and we're like a okay. Sure. No, the thing that impressed me about Matt Jameson is the way that he doesn't he doesn't try and force it on anyone. He's he's sympathetic yeah to people who don't believe in the same things he does he does have outreach he will print out dossiers about Absolutely. your mother dying before and and try to well reaction. that was season one right like i feel like he's turned into a different guy as well uh, he's been kind of uh what is the word i'm looking for toned well, down like i wonder what he looks like i bet he could turn into a real annoying prick in in miracle if it weren't for the john murphy is holding him down like, in in a world where Matt could just start testifying about his wife waking up and all, and like he's just running around like a crazy person. But he's understanding in a way. Like he doesn't think that everybody's gonna believe I love in the same yeah. thing he believes in. No, sure. And Christopher Eccleston does such a good job being an understanding. Sure. There's no hypocrisy I, in him. That's, yeah. that's all the best yeah. I can say. Uh, is he better than Mr. Robot? Is is his is his supporting role better than the series main? I think so too. Yeah. Yeah. I. I God. I. Jesus. We're gonna get so much shit for this. I know. Um, I'm sorry, Rami. I'm sorry. Right. But so let me ask you this: Is Rami better than Bob Odenkirk? I think he is. Hmm. Yeah. I. Bob Odenkirk has surprised me in a way that I didn't expect. Whereas Rami, I had no, I had no prior. See, it's funny you say you surprised because I wasn't surprised to me. I'd have been surprised to see him fail in the role, but he confirmed my expectations, which I would th- suspected he was capable of greatness. Well, he had a lot more, a lot more serious emotional stuff. Like coming out of no, no, no Breaking no. Bad, I, I was, was saying, like, okay, this guy can do. He can nail. Like I was the worried, guy that Saul is. I was worried about the plot, and I was worried about how they would make it interesting. Mm-hmm. You know this the, the, this journey of McGill to uh, you know Saul, but I wasn't really worried about Bob Odenkirk being able to nail what he needed to nail because you know. If if I, I guess I had so much trust in, in Villigan and uh, those guys that if it was going to be a, just a fall on your face failure from an acting standpoint, they would never have done it. Sure, yeah. So I, I feel like he confirmed test. my expectations rather than surprised me, but I can see you saying surprised too. Yeah, I, I just haven't seen him do anything seriously dramatic. Um, whereas Rami, I didn't, I didn't even know who this guy was. Sure, going into Mr. I'd Robot seen him in things, but. Probably somewhere. Um, so it's a tough call to make. I think. Fuck, man. I think he's leftovers better. is just going to clutter up this whole list. Isn't I it? don't care. Like if I'm, uh, yeah, they're going to dominate the top five right now. I'm trying to decide if Rami's better than Bob. I say yes. Do you say no? I say no, but. 
Um, I could probably be convinced. Otherwise, I, I don't know. Let's leave. Let's leave that then. Um, okay. Is Bob better than Vincent? No, he's not better. Wow. So that means no, pretty I much mean, automatically he's not as good as John Hamm. And you want to put Michael McKean over him. Uh, so that's the thing. I think that those guys, that's where I start to, to buy. Let, let me ask you this, just to, let's, just to not lose thread. Is Bob Odenkirk better than Bokeem Woodbine? Oh, fuck. Barely. Okay. Barely. Like... Just, I think the the nature of the role is what saves Bob Odenkirk here. Okay, versus Bokeem. All right, and you want you want Michael over Bob? I I'm not certain about that. All right, me as either. much as I'm not certain about me either. Let's let's play. So let's go back up. Is John Hamm better than Vincent Carthizer? Yeah, I mean. A week, yeah, but to me, it's a yes, an unqualified really? yes, an yeah. emphatic just yes. I, so Pete, I don't. Pete I mean, has so much to do. Like both of those guys have a lot to do sure. this season, and I think it served them well. Um, and they both pulled it off in ways that were admirable. Right, like John Ham. So the problem I get into with John Ham is John Ham, the character. It's just the character, right? He's been the character the whole time, and it feels very natural for John Hamm to be playing him. The only thing that John Hamm's really ever in. done, like he's done, I know he's, he's done, done comedy, a lot of stuff. Yeah, like Thirty Rock. I've seen him in a bunch of stuff. He was but, in the, the the town, and but he when was you think in of John Hamm, dollar arm, and but you think of John Hamm, it's I think Don Draper. Don Draper, and when you every think of Don Draper, time. you think of John Hamm. It's every time, and it's it, so the role just feels like him doing what he does, and I know there's more to it than sure. that. Whereas Vincent Carthizer, I read these articles about what a different kind of guy he is, right? Mm-hmm. He's not Pete Campbell in any way, and he's playing a despicable guy that you eventually come around to Very like. Very uptight. Or at least root for in some way. Yep. And I feel like that's a more, by the nature of it, it's a more difficult thing to pull off, but John Hamm is still really fucking good as Don Draper. Is John Hamm better than Elliot? Is better than uh, Rami here? Um... Refresh my memory on this final season because I remember a lot of the stuff that goes on with Vincent. But are you talking? John are you Am, asking me to remember the stuff with? Him? I mean, to me, what from defines, this season of Mad Men? Like what defines the season of Mad Men is this is the half season that convinced me that 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 Don shouldn't have his kids. Sure, sure. And his reaction. And he got to, his search for what he should. Like, have. like them, him, the degree of difficulty of pulling off that conversation he had with. Um, uh, his wife on the phone where he finds out she's got cancer oh, and he yeah. wants to come home and be, and she's like, that's just not who you are. Mm-hmm. And his realization that not only, you know, hearing her and also realizing that's true. It's like, and, and on, so it's, that's what a performance you're doing into a piece of plastic. Um, I, I yeah. do, John Hamm, I think is incredible. I think like, he's too. I'm putting I, him, I'm him up, definitely yeah. putting him above Elliot. Sure. I'm definitely putting him above Christopher Eccleston and Kevin Carroll. I mean, both those I guys are, but it's not a definite above 
And I kind of think well, he's better than Wagner gets, Mora. I think he gets the the main actor bump, right? Like the main character sure. bump. And he's also getting a little Star bit of bump. Mad Men stuck to landing and sure. un, you know underappreciated for all these years. I want to. I think he's better than Wagner Mora. All yeah. right. In in what he does, like I I could see why people would argue that he's not. Sure. But I I think he is. Are we sure Wagner Mora is better than Kevin Carroll? Are we sure Pablo Escobar is better than John Murphy? I mean, he's getting the starring role bump by default. God, Kevin Carroll's real good, real good. All right, well, it's it's a debate, so let's let's leave it to that. Yeah, and leave it there. We're still no, no How about change Vincent? on where does he head up the the list here? I don't think he's better than Rami. God damn it! See, I I think he is. I mean, you. I mean, he. How many? Got, how how many, many episodes did he have got, to carry this season? Did he carry a single one? I mean, like his thing was all about. Those, I thought his the role was all nostalgia with you know Trudy and Peggy and. Yeah, I mean, he's coming to terms with uh, losing he's, his real he's real estate. Realize, realtor, yeah, the fact that the you know girlfriend that, and who he is, and like, I felt like there was a lot of nuance to the character he's of a, he's Peter a man Campbell. that like woke up to the fact that he had kind of been in the best spot that he could have been, and he he had this disease of more. Like, yeah, I get it. That's a nice place for him to end up. But and he does comedy so well. He does drama so well. I feel sure. like he's yep. He just everything they handed him, he knocked out of the park. And in the he same way anything, that he didn't do anything better than the heroin episode of Mr. Robot. That's for goddamn sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But and like that, to me, like I think you're given you're you're thinking of Pete and like slipping down the staircase, Pete. That was a long time ago. Sure, you but know. like, how do you not weigh that into your your calculations? Like, I mean, I, I'm not I'm not saying like yeah, John Hamm is getting a lot of the strength of being. Don Draper for seven years, and, yeah. but I'm saying that I can say for sure that Rami Malek did more interesting things than Vincent Carthizer did this season. I mean, so it's like I'm 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 aware of all the Pete nostalgia, but I'm saying that like I'm using that as a way to cut the butter. The but it's the butter knife slicing through the warm. I don't butter. know. To me, it runs up against the the relatable thing. Like Vincent Carthizer plays a man who's struggling with I always had a hard time real issues Pete. where like to me Rami Malik is somewhat of a character but right? all Pete's like, issues were of his own well I mean he had a fucked up a strange relationship with his parents I guess but most of his issues were self-inflicted like he why? just wasn't happy with sure. what he had and he wanted to be Don Draper and he could never be Don Draper but I think that's a realistic but he actually realized that not being Don Draper positioned him to have a potentially better life I mean, but anyway, like, yeah, like, I mean, I, how is he better than Rami? Like, tell me, how was he specifically, what like did he do this the, season the, better? I mean, I don't, I, again, recency bias. I watched Mr. Robot a month ago. Uh-huh. Uh, I watched Vincent Carthizer do his thing in March. Uh, I I don't know. I, I There's a natural, like, there's the, the charisma and just how natural he is in that role. That really just gives him a boost. I, that's I the other think thing. I always thought he's very affected, but th- that's kind of his character. That's what I mean. Yeah, like we want you to be this guy. Can you do that? Sure, sure. He does that to a T. Like, yeah. I mean, I've known a guy like Pete. Ask Cheek is like Pete. Yeah, 
Yes, in a lot so, of ways. But I can't. I couldn't relate to him either. I yeah. To me, it's this is not a real debate. So I don't know how to resolve. If I have to, is use... it a debate with Christopher Eccleston and him? No. Nah. Okay. Eh, maybe. Maybe. But it wouldn't be a debate with Kevin Carroll. No fucking way. Yeah, I think I'm... Only because Christopher Eccleston maybe. didn't have as much to do. <laughs> All right, Rami Malik and Christopher Eccleston. Because if we're sorting out our take, top list I would here. take Rami, but there's so much to unpack here. Part of it's because I'm self-conscious about my leftovers in the tankery. Yeah. Part of it's because Matt had one stupendous episode and two half episodes that were awesome. And I would a, say the same about Rami, though. And a smile that won the day. Yeah, that's I, not I mean, a, that's... Rami has, like, a stellar couple of episodes, but so does Christopher Eccleston. And and I get your, your argument with Vincent there. Like, he doesn't have those standout moments. Although I think the, his the moments thing with is, Trudy this season are fucking incredible. They're not that many, though, man. I, I know. Like, there's, like, one, maybe two moments that are just, like... Yeah these perfect moments between two people who have a lot of shit that sure is between them and they're sorting out. And I think both of those actors actors in, in that sense, uh, do a hell of a job, but yeah, I, I mean, I don't know. I guess in the end, like a lot of what I'm judging this on is how natural they pull off the role, uh, how naturally they pull off this, what I see as their role. Um, and Christopher Eccleston just has this charisma and this natural. I don't think he has feel. it because it's different than the way he plays. Like I've seen some of him playing the doctor. Oh yeah, me too. I saw his whole okay. doctor season. Okay. Uh, so, so, but but that's what I mean. Like what he brings to this character. Okay. Is that natural? Like that sense of this is a human being and this is a real person. Yep. And it's tough to judge Rami Malek against that, right? <laughs> I I feel like he went. It's it's very slight, but and I think there's a little bit of this, like my being self conscious about putting so many leftovers so high. But um, I'm just trying to be aware of. Uh, you can't be aware of your biases, but I'm trying to. <laughs> okay. um, I think that Remy just by a nose, by two bug eyes, uh, gets over Christopher <laughs> Eccleston. Yeah, like if this were a race, he stuck his face out. Yeah, and his, eyes, his eyes, both eyeballs just got over the line. Yeah, he, he... just inches before uh, Matt Jameson's dick. Ditch. Just, I mean, he he barely inched him out. Yeah. Uh huh. <laughs> to say nothing of the man's size, I'm just. Yeah. So you agree with? <laughs> oh, fuck. I me. think I, I agree. I think I agree with you. I screwed up her video again. I hate All it. Right. I hate it because Christopher Eccleston is so good. But I think I agree with you. All right. Uh, is Vincent Carthizer better than Christopher Eccleston? Nah. Is nah. Michael McKean better than Vincent Carthizer? <laughs> uh, no. Okay, good. Because you said yes, I was going to want to fight you. Because, like, how in the <laughs> fuck can you put him above Vincent and, and not give it up for... Mr. Ramy there. Um, Bob Odenkirk's not better than Michael McKean. I that's, they're, they're interchangeable to me. That's at, at eight top. nine, like either of them. Like I mean, if you want to, I'll leave it to you. If you want to give Here's Bob the Odenkirk thing, the like, nod, I, I'm, I, I'm I, talking about like on this podcast, which we probably won't do that the full top ten. Maybe we will. Maybe we won't. I feel like either one we do, we're going to get emails from people saying, "How could you do this with this scene?" Yeah, and you could make it about both of the guys because those scenes are for both of them. Yeah. Like, yeah, you have the you have, have the confrontation sure. between Bob and and Michael, and it's like 
who gets the nod there? I don't know. But think, Bob Odenkirk's got a bigger I part. I think I would give. I think Bob is better because he does more things and he's actually funny, whereas Michael mm-hmm. McKean is not usually funny. I, I think it's it's more Although of a stretch Michael in McKean my opinion. For can be funny. He can be. I've seen him be funny, and he's not not funny. But just like Bob Odenkirk is funnier and equally as dramatic, so I guess I yeah, would. I, agree. I would. And it's a bigger role, and like. So you put him above yeah. Michael McKean? Okay, yeah. good, because that's kind of what I wanted. But I wasn't feeling strong enough about it to challenge you. Um, Here's where it gets interesting. Yeah, is Bokeem Woodbine better than both of these two? Potentially, yes. Uh, Let me ask you this: let's let's say let's put Bob and Michael across. You know, uh, you know. Let's put a pin in them. Is he better than Vincent McCarthyzer? His role is certainly more noteworthy. More, more of a standout to me. Like among a cast of fairly quirky characters, he stands out as maybe one of the quirkiest hmm. and most interesting. I'll go with um, that. So is he better than Vincent Carthizer? Bookie Woodbine here. Mike Milligan, Pete. God damn Pete it. Campbell. My, my man Vincent is getting knocked down the list because I say yes. I think he might be. The king ordered it. Uh, and I, I think Mike Milligan so better Bob than and Bob and Michael. Are they better than Vincent? Have we, have we talked about that? No, that's what I'm saying. Like, okay. cause you're having trouble. So I'm like, if, if Bo- so Bakim is better than Vincent Carthizer. Just want to make that clear. I, man, how do I judge someone who inhabits a role so fully that I truly believe their character versus someone who is obviously playing a fucking character in Bokeem. Like, yeah, no, one there is no way. human being who That's is like, like Mike Milligan. Sure. Mike Milligan. Whereas maybe there is, you just haven't met him yet. M- maybe so. Like maybe Vincent Carthizer, Pete Campbell would be a caricature if I didn't know a couple people like him. But I, I want to, I want to say yes. Like it's not, it's not an easy thing what he's doing. I'll, yeah. Hmm. It's close. It's real close. I don't know. What's your gut instinct? My gut says yes. Yes. So I guess he should be on top. Okay. Fuck. Pete's having his having sorted that uh, is Bob Odenkirk better than Vincent Carthizer? Mm. I don't think so. See, it's interesting because this is how, like, Bill Simmons does his... He does this all the time. He makes a, a list... He brainstorms a list of things, like, you yeah. know, NBA players, and he says, are they better? And and he ends up... There's, like, different strata. Like, you've got, like, the greatest of all time, like, the top three, and then you've got the, like, you know, people that can carry your team. And I feel like we're... Right now, Vincent Carthizer is the cutoff of a strata of actor. And Bob Odenkirk and Michael McKean, as good as they are, can't get to that next level yet. Maybe in season two of Better Call Saul they will, but... Yeah, I guess there's something I just don't take as seriously about Bob Odenkirk, even though I've seen him be a serious-ass man. Well, like I said, I like, don't even think it's a seriousness thing. I just think that it's like the quality of what they're doing can't... They just don't have the body work and, and the gravitas to knock... You know, even though they're the main characters, to knock off a bit player on Mad Men. Um, now, Patrick Wilson, 
Maybe. Like, there's an, so is Patrick Wilson better than Bob Odenkirk or Michael McKean as Lou Salverson? I mean, that's the thing. I feel like, you know, this category also runs into the problem of... <laughs> Recency bias? Uh, no, 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 no. Like, drama versus comedy. Sure. Because, like... Fargo's not a comedy, though. A lot of Fargo is a comedy. Like, a in the same way that Better, Better Call, Call Saul, Saul is a comedy, sure. yeah. Uh, I would say that Better Call Saul is probably more of a comedy, certainly, but... um. But, like, how do I... <laughs> and Vincent Carthizer is also slightly out of place in Mad Men because he is a bit of a, com- a comedic character. But I guess not in this season. Yeah, the king... Or- no, the king ordered it as the funniest thing I've seen him maybe do the whole time where he gets in that spat with a, an ancient Scottish or I can't remember what it was. Yeah. Like, like the, it was literally the basis of the Red Wedding, I think. They're arguing about it hundreds yeah, of years the, later. the family feud that goes back generations. And it's not, and his reaction wasn't, I don't know what you're talking about. His reaction was, <laughs> the king ordered it! Like, he's clearly familiar with this, yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. this is a thing he's thought about more than once in his like life. He's taken guff from the McClouds this whole time. I don't know who the other guy was, but... Yeah, but he's oddly out of place in that role in that series, right? Like, yeah. that's not what that show's about. No. Um, so do you want to know what I think? I think no, Bob. They, they've gotten as high as they can go. Um, I'll agree with that. So Patrick Wilson, better than Bob Odenkirk or Michael McKean? No, I think they both had harder stuff to pull off, frankly. All right, would you I allow... Patrick Wilson is a little too even. Would you allow this... <laughs> what, what, are you, what are you wedging the, in there That's between the brothers? Issue. I'm splitting up. Uh. Splitting up the McGills. Because I feel like that. I feel like... All right, I leave feel it like there. Pat, and it just if you're listening to the podcast, what I did is I slid oh, Patrick yeah. Wilson between the Odenkirk and McKean dynamic duo. Yeah, between Jimmy and Chuck. Uh, all right, leave that there. Let's let's skip over Jesse Plemons. Jesse Plemons is not better than Michael McKean. Is, no, let's go to Oscar. Uh, he is better than Jesse Plemons. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nick Wasisco, better than Ed. Uh, is Dodd better than than Ed? I say no. Uh, definitely no. Okay. Is Zach McLaren better than Dodd? I say yes. God damn it. Better than Dodd? Oh, yes. Oh, I thought you were going better than Ed. Uh, I, don't, I don't think he's better than Ed. I think he might be better than Dodd. All right. You're, ma- it's ma- real you're maybe mine. Yes, say yes. Is yeah. he better than Ed? I say yes. I say no. I mean, he's too one note, right? He's too stoic. He's too like I. It's hard for me to really say that not doing anything is great acting. <laughs> like I can fucking look in a mirror. I can stand there while people same thing about Jesse spit Plimans, in my drinks. Though. But Jesse Blumen has a lot of comedy to pull off, and just like a lot of I don't know. I think you're underestimating how much physicality in that self assured kind of like you know yes why he's getting spit on. And just kind of like the way he talks about bartender is like pleading with him almost like, you know, why are you putting me in this situation where I might have to kill you? And then just, I don't know, like I said, the physicality of his performance is he's walking out of that bar, dropping the cops with his rifle, the kind of look on his face when he said he's tired of this life and he wants a business type haircut. I, I felt like there was nothing 
Like, Dodd did some of that when he's flailing around in jail and trying to impress upon Lou why he's doing the things. I thought what I thought Jesse's best work was in the first four episodes where he's contemplating and really weighing what he's doing for his wife. And a lot but, of I mean, that... he knocks it out of the fucking park in the comedy angle, too. Like, I mean, the way he, that that sure. episode with Dodd in the, the cabin with him and, and him and his Peggy. wife's passive aggressive argumentation just felt. Yeah, I, I, I get it. Um, I mean, I want to give Jesse Plemons a nod. Okay, fine. Um, just because he has a He's larger role and more to do. Is Jonathan Reese better than Dodd? Yeah, easily. Okay, I'm going to let you drive on this one because I don't, like, I have no, uh, my opinion is that no, but is he better than Zach? Uh, yeah, yeah, probably. I, I think so. With your stone-faced rule. Is he better <laughs> than Ed? Uh, probably. Is Philip from from the Americans better than that? So he doesn't do any real comedy. He's not like he's got bigger bigger issues. Does, to deal is he with. better than Nick Wasisco? No. All right. No. Let's uh, then. I think he's slightly better than Jesse Plemons. Slightly though. Okay. Fine. Ah. Uh, ah. What the hell? Okay. But so, that's where the buck stops for Jonathan Reese. I think Sorry. Ted Dance is better than Dodd. Okay. He's better than... I, Man, I, would, I feel like... Here's how I'd go Dead Dancing. I put, dead ta- I put Ted Dancing right underneath Nick Wasisco, but ahead of Philip from Americans, ahead of Ed, ahead of Hanzi, ahead of Dodd. You are, you disagree? I Yeah, I mean, in my mind, he can't break the Jonathan Reese barrier. Okay. I think Jonathan Reese is so good. I'm not fighting because this is rank 14, and this stuff is largely academic at this point. In yeah. fact, okay, let's go through and say... Does Ben Mendelsohn need to go above anybody in Fargo? Because he's number 18, and we got Dodd at 17. And really, what you need to, to ask yourself, is he better than Patrick Wilson? Is he better than Lou? Because is he, if he's not top 10, then fuck him. Uh, I, don't think, I don't think he's top 10. Okay, Colin Farrell, no. Right? He's not better than Patrick Wilson. Nah. Vince Vaughn better. He might be. Like, Vince, Vince Vaughn surprised me in a way that Jesus. I absolutely did not you, think he could. What are you doing, man? All right. Like, uh, I mean, that's the thing. Like, Vince Vaughn, I was actively, like, So he's better than Colin Farrell by... Yeah. Uh, he's better than Ben Mendelsohn? Uh, sure. Better than Dodd? Yeah. I'm fine with that. Better than Hansi, I'm fine with that. Better than I feel like Ben Mendelsohn is getting short shaft by just saying, "Is he better than Patrick Wilson?" Because I think he's better than half those people. Well, wait at, a second. We're talking like, about we're talking about Vince Vaughn right now. I know, but like you, you're saying, don't move Ben Mendelsohn because he's not better than Patrick Wilson. I'll, I think I'll, he I'll would play go. The, up, I'll play the, the game list, with Ben, but, sure. But I'll like ultimately, with... it doesn't matter, right? Like, is yeah. Vince Vaughn going to get to top ten? Is he better than Patrick Wilson? That's the question. That's you said maybe, and which is why I'm working on my. You didn't say that with Ben Mendelsohn, which is why I'm I'm working my way up. Is mm-hmm. he better than Jesse? Uh, yeah. Is I mean, he better than Ted. Sure, he surprised me in a way that I. Is he better than Jonathan Reese? Here's where it starts to get iffy. There's no fucking way he's like, better I, I than. I don't Nick. think he's. I don't think he's better than Jonathan Reese. Okay, I, I think he. So that's. Like Jonathan Reese didn't surprise me, but I wanted, goddamn, to, do, he's got I wanted some good... to do due diligence, but my yeah, thought yeah. was that he wouldn't get above this. And Ben Mendelson, do you want to play that game with him? Is he going to be better than Nick Wasisco? No. Okay. Um, and then Jonathan Banks. 
just because it offends me. Uh, uh, boom. How about that? Nah. Colin Farrell nah. can't be better than Jonathan. I don't Banks. care. The The bottom line is I don't care about this part. All right. So we don't care, care about any of these people. No. Man, these guys all got fucked Fuck up. Fuck off, you guys. All right. Well, that's fine. Because uh, we got the... We have a lot to do We here, got best so, actors as yeah. well. We got a top... So are we, are we satisfied with our top 10? Are we satisfied with the top five especially? John's not better than Justin. We're not, we're, not not trying, we're not trying to make a top one here. We're trying to make a top five. So That's is there true. anybody outside of the top five that has to go in the top five that you just... I say I mean, no. Book Bokeem Woodbine's the only one. All right. Here's... But I can't put him above anybody, really. Yeah, he's not going to make the top five. He might, if you want to be generous, judge out or edge out Christopher Eccleston, but he's not going to make I don't think he. Five. I don't think he makes the Mr. Robot jump, no. Yeah, so I think our top five is good there. Okay, moving on to actresses, because this is going to uh, be... Do we another... want to take a break before we do this? I'm starved. You need drinks. Okay. I need drinks. Sure. Let's take a break. It's taking way longer than I thought it would. I know. Uh, oh, sorry. Just, shall we just stop it? Shall we just stop it and have a part two? Yeah, because right. I think I need food and stuff. So we'll be back. <laughs> 